I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. friends and welcome to episode 200 of the podcast. I honestly am so blown away that we are already at episode 200 even though it really does feel like it has been a really long time. I think back to starting this podcast and it just feels like forever ago. It's definitely not one of those situations where I'm like, wow, time has flown by. 2017 in this aspect, there's definitely other memories that I have of 2017, but specifically starting this podcast, it feels like a really long time ago. And I just think episode 200 is pretty significant. And today's episode is actually one of my favorites of all time. So if you are a lover of astrology, this show is for you, especially if you're looking for a deeper dive into some of the astrology topics. So this is going above and beyond, or I should say it's going much deeper than talking about the star sign. So, you know, your typical zodiac sign. I was born June 20th, so my I called it a star sign. It's a sun sign. So, my sun sign is Gemini. But in this episode, we are going so much deeper. We're talking about Chiron, the Chiron wound specifically. And our guest today is Aisha from Oath Oracle. I have been following Aisha on social media for years and she has hands down been like my favorite astrology person to follow on Instagram. Her horoscopes every couple of weeks, every time there's a full moon and a new moon, I just gobble up her content. It's so amazing. So for a little bit of the conversation today, the first part of our conversation, we talk about how to actually apply astrology to your business. So you're showing up in the way that your chart is actually asking you to show up, which I think is just so fascinating. And if I'm being completely honest and completely transparent here, which I always am with you guys, I have been in a little bit of a funky place. I don't know if it's really funky, but I, ever since my health scare at the beginning of March, well, 
Ever since then, I have just taken kind of a step back from not my business because I still see my clients every week and we're doing amazing things and I'm welcoming new clients into my coaching and it's all really exciting in that aspect, but I guess in the way of like showing up on social media and obviously with the podcast, I took quite a large challenge chunk of time off with the podcast. So that's what I mean when I say like I'm in a little bit of a funky place or I was. So ever since this conversation with Aisha, I just feel like it really hit me where I needed it to hit me. And um I just feel like I'm in this space where I usually am being excited about creating content and all that sort of thing. I'm just feeling really, really excited and inspired, I guess. So if you are looking for inspiration to show up in your life and your business in a way that you feel like you're lacking inspiration, this podcast episode is absolutely for you. So like I said, we talk about astrology applied to business, specifically like your rising sign and your north node. So if you know those two aspects of your birth chart, that would be awesome. My north node is Capricorn which is so out of my comfort zone but like I said listening to Aisha talk about how important our north node is it just lit a fire under my butt and then also our rising sign so my rising sign is in Aquarius and that's all about kind of like how we show up and things like that so It all clicked into place for me. Like I said, it hit me right where I needed it to hit me. And then I always ask my guests what topic they're feeling called to talk about with me when I invite them on the show. And Aisha said, just knowing what she knows about my work, because we both follow each other on social media, but just knowing what she knows about my work and just the theme of this podcast, it being the Unbreakable You podcast, she said she was really called to talk about the Chiron wound. And this is absolutely aligned with the work that I do. So if you're listening to this podcast episode today and you're feeling really called to dive deeper into your healing journey, Aisha and I are both coaches and we work with women all around the world. So If you listen to the end of the episode, which I hope you do, Aisha shares all about her coaching offerings and things like that. Also provides you with a discount code, which I have in the show notes, just in case you want to go back for that discount code and also a free guide, which I downloaded and I think it's just a really great guide to use as a reference and go back to tons of content in there for you and if you are familiar with my work which I'm going to assume that you are if you're listening to this podcast 
I currently have spots open up for my one-on-one coaching. So if you're hearing us talk about inner child wounds and going deep within ourselves, nurturing ourselves, being that compassionate inner parent that we need to heal and move through these wounds, if that type of work calls you and you're looking for some support with that, I just encourage you to reach out to me. My email is hello at migdoll.com. You can click the link in the show notes to check out more about my private coaching program called Back Home to You. My Back Home to You program is my signature program and I work with women inside Back Home to You from all around the world. And I would love to support you in this type of way. So without any more time of me talking, (laughs) let's jump into today's episode with Aisha. And just one more thing, if you're listening and loving the show, it always helps if you take a screenshot and post to social media. I appreciate that so much. All right, happy episode 200, and I will see you next week with our monthly mental health check-in episode because it is going to be the first week of May. Hey Aisha, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on with me this week. I have been seriously following you on Instagram for years and I love everything you post and I have been wanting to have you on the show for well, ever since I started following you, really. Oh, that means so much to me. Thank you so much for having me, Meg. And I'm just so excited to be here with you. You bet. And you know, it's even more exciting. I rarely connect with Canadians on Instagram. I feel like everyone's in the States. So whenever I find a fellow Canadian, I get really excited. And I was watching your stories a while back and I finally realized you were out in BC. So that was really exciting. (laughs) Yeah, I totally had that with people too. Of like, what? You are in Canada? Like so shocked because we just, yeah, we assume everyone's from the States, but so cool how we can connect with people all over the world. And yeah, it's rare rare to connect with the Canadians. Yeah, it's fun. So today you and I have kind of a more like deep dive or high level advanced kind of conversation about astrology. So I was telling you that we do have several conversations and episodes about astrology already on the show. But I mean, it's kind of one of those things. We just went through a full moon, right? And so I feel like you could always be talking about astrology because things are always changing and there's always like new things to be talking about. But you actually mentioned that um, Chiron, talking about Chiron is one of your favorite topics. So we'll definitely be getting into that today. And I'm excited to learn more about it. I've like looked up my Chiron sign. Is that how you say it? Like your Chiron sign or yeah. Um, I've looked at mine before and I'm just excited to learn more from you. But before we dive in, if you want to introduce yourself to everyone, that would be awesome. 
Yes. Uh, so my name is Aisha. I'm the founder of the brand Oath Oracle. And my work is with astrology, which I've been studying for over 19 years. And when I came into the business scene, I also started to apply astrology to business. So a lot of my work is with spiritual entrepreneurs and actually all types of entrepreneurs and business people, business folks. Um, so I love soul purpose work. And I right away applied my understanding of astrology to everything I did in business. Business, which created a lot of success in a shorter period of time than is common to experience. And I really credit a lot of that to living in alignment with astrology. So a lot of my work is around business, but also a lot of my work is purely around astrology. And astrology is really just this navigational tool that helps us see ourselves, understand our life path, understand karmic imprints and what we came here to learn because all of us came here to learn and evolve. So um, I share a lot on Instagram and that's where I'm really active with my horoscopes and business insights and things like that. And it's really such an honor to do this passion because I just secretly studied astrology for like 20 years, like close to 20 years without really talking to people about it for the vast majority of that until just, you know, in the last few years, I started meeting more friends that were into astrology and having more conversations like that. And yeah, it's just such a pleasure to do my passion and my purpose work. And I also use it to help other people with their passion and purpose work. So it's really fulfilling. Um, yeah, I live in Canada on the West Coast. I'm really passionate about traveling and dancing and reading. And yeah, I'm so, so happy to be here and nerd out on some astrology. Yay, that makes me so happy. And honestly, like, I don't know, obviously, your business intimately or closely at all. But I feel like I've been following you on Instagram and have witnessed that growth in your business and all the success that you've been achieving in your business. So for someone who is kind of confused or curious about how astrology can actually support you in kind of having that accelerated success in your business like how does that actually play out or you know how would you kind of explain to someone how you can apply astrology to your business Mm -hmm. So I work with astrology with like the premise that my birth chart is the map to my soul's highest potential and evolution and everyone's birth chart is actually a map. So yes, it is describing us, but it's not like so much like a personality test. Sometimes when we get into astrology, we're like, oh, which one did I get? You know, which moon sign did I get or which Chiron sign did I get? And it's not this to me, it's not this random roll of a dice. It's actually choices that were made by us on a soul level on like a higher soul level choosing okay this is these will be strengths these will be lessons and challenges and obstacles and when you look at it as a map it's not just describing your personality it's 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 a description and it's a prescription like it's prescribing to you ways that you thrive and directions you can go and things you're meant to learn from and things you really excel at and where your magnetism is so I see it as a map to our soul's highest fulfillment the highest expression of different parts of ourself and the way that I also see business is that our business is and this is in, there's many paradigms of business. Okay. There are people that have successful businesses that are not necessarily in alignment with their sole purpose, but part of my mission and vision for the world is people making prosperity through their sole purpose and doing it in a way that's really ethical and aligned and aligned with our values as well. So to me, soul business means the more authentic 
we are, the more we're approaching things like marketing, sales, copywriting, social media with our authentic power. That's how we call in our really aligned clients. When we're doing the soul work, we're connecting with people soul to soul, heart to heart. And it's through being the most of ourselves in the highest expression in a given moment that we actually really are a beacon for those people and a beacon for uh, aligned opportunities. And opportunities include like podcast interviews, like uh, guest teaching, like all the different opportunities that can come our way. We become a beacon for the opportunities that are truly aligned for us by being more of who we are and expressing that in really healthy ways. So the chart, the birth chart, since it is an expression of you and your soul's map, just by being fully expressed in your soul's map, that increases your success in business, period. Even without thinking too much about business strategy, just that alone amplifies your personal power. And when you're in your personal power, when you're showing up on social media or engaging in sales, marketing, creating your offers, that is going to be infused in everything you do. So that's already going to be a step up in the world of the sea of, of business and people trying things. Then taking a step further, because it helps you understand your nature and these different aspects of yourself, like Mercury is the communication. So that has to do with brand voice and copywriting. Venus is beauty and magnetism. So that has to do with magnetism as well like branding codes, visual branding identity, et cetera, et cetera. Every, every placement has a business application. So then out of all of the vast, vast, vast abundance that there is of business strategies. Like there's endless information and strategies. We all have Google, like where there's conflicting advice. It's like, whoa, it's a little bit overwhelming. So to me, astrology is actually like this filter that filters out things so that I very quickly knew what strategies would be aligned for me and which ones to try. That doesn't mean every single strategy I tried was like the one, but it saved me a lot of time and trial and error because I already knew the basic archetypes that were wanting to be expressed through my chart. So that really helped me select strategies and for them to be more effective. So part of it's just personal power. When we're living our design, when we're living our soul's map, we are more powerful and that empowers anything that we do, not just business, but relationships, family, friendships, creative pursuits, like everything can benefit from us understanding our soul's map and actually choosing to embody the potentials of that. So that's, that's how I work with it. And it's been really, really, really fun for business. <laughs> that's incredible. Oh my gosh. So I'm just curious, maybe could you ever give us an example of one way that um, it has personally helped you or, you know, like, part of your chart that you were like, okay, so this is what is showing up for me in my chart. And this is kind of how I'm working with that in my business. So, um, because I literally see the world in astrology, it always was like this right from the start. So that's one thing is like, once you've been studying astrology for like 19 years, that's like more than half my life. So I literally could not not use it in business. So right away it was present, but I want to give a few examples of things that I felt personal resistance to yet. It was in my chart. So I consciously chose to express it more. So in my placements, I'm very like mystical, like I'm an Aquarius sun with a Pisces moon. So those are very, it's like visionary, mystical, spacey, like energetic and whatnot. Um, so those are really important parts of my personality. The sun is our outer personality and the moon is our inner self. And those are really great to know and understand. And we want to highlight them and feed them in our business, in our life, in our relationships. 
However, there's some other parts of my chart that are very different. So my mercury and our, everyone's mercury placement, by the way, I'm going to um, be sharing like my free guide. So if anyone's like, I don't know what mine are, and I have this free guide that will show you where I generate charts and what every single planet means. So then, and also my interpretations of the signs, because obviously we won't be able to give all of the interpretations of every planet and sign within this podcast. So I just want people to have that resource so they can decode theirs for themselves. So Mercury is communication. So that is when it comes to business, copywriting, our brand voice, how we're meant to express in a way that's really aligned for us. My Mercury is in Capricorn in the sixth house. And this is a very practical, this is like a hyper practical Mercury placement. So even though I'm talking all these cosmic things, the way that it's meant to be delivered, the vehicle of the messenger archetype is Mercury. So the messenger that's meant to carry this message is one of practicality, blunt, direct. So at first, you know, I want to be all poetic and whatnot with things and mystical, but that's how I quickly clicked into business work because I wasn't, when I started my business, I wasn't intending to support entrepreneurs so much. I wasn't intending that I would be business coaching and things like that, but it clicked in very naturally because my mercury, which is also your mind. So it's perception as well as communication. So I was perceiving all these opportunities, clicking together the business strategies. And then I was speaking in a way of, okay, so I take this cosmic information and I distill it down to what is practical and what you can actually use, not just concepts. So at first, you know, I resisted speaking with the level of authority of this is good for your business. This is empowering your marketing. Like I had imposter syndrome around speaking with the authority of the Capricorn Mercury, but Capricorn is a sign of responsibility, ambition, legacy. So I was always meant to speak to that. And I was always meant to speak to ambitious, mostly women, not only women, I I serve all men and people on non-binary and gender non-conforming, but a lot of them are women. And a lot of people I'm speaking to are these ambitious women or high achieving women. So that wasn't something I expected, but it, it can't, it made itself apparent through me being who I am with my Capricorn Mercury. And then also realizing, Hey, I don't need to soften this. I don't need to dilute this. It's on my soul's map. And I meant to actually speak with this level of authority, even when I was newer to business and I hadn't had the success that I had yet, there was still that edge kind of of authority in what I was saying. So instead of leveraging that, especially with like powerful placements, for example, some, some that are really common that I see a lot of people, especially women or people socialized as women, resisting is Capricorn and Scorpio, because these are two like power, like boom kind of signs. And we're socialized to be like soft and nice. Um, So that's another way that like, when we see it in the chart, we have to ask ourselves, am I diluting this? Because that's just conditioning. That's just bullshit. If it's in your chart, you're meant to express that power. So that's one example. And one more example I want to share from my own life is, and this is also a code for everyone listening, is your rising sign or ascendant is the physical expression and the physical vehicle of your body. It's like a vessel of your soul. So the ascendant, also known as the rising sign, it describes your appearance, but it's also much more than appearance. It's literally our soul like manifested this physical body and our rising sign can be used as a branding code because this is what we incarnated to to be and how and how we met, came here to do what we do because everything we do we do through our bodies even mental work is like the brain in our body right so our rising sign lets us know almost our role that we're playing in life and how we're impacting people just by existing and just by being here so when we take that into account for business it's like oh i'm here to outwardly express this energy because it's appearance so it's like outward expression so if we're not 
expressing in alignment with our rising sign, usually there's stories or conditioning or, you know, whatever messaging has made us afraid of embodying that energy. My rising sign is Leo, but my sun sign and my Venus are opposite of Leo. And I don't have any Leo placements. I actually don't have any planets in any fire signs in my chart, but I'm a Leo rising. So I'm someone who, you know, as an Aquarius, we like to like be in the background and just like be in the shadows and watch what's going on. But my rising sign was saying I'm meant to be basically a personal brand. So people with Leo rising, people with North Node and Leo, major Leo placements, it's like we're kind of meant to be the face of what we do. But when I first started my business, I was hiding behind information. I was like, here's tons of astrology information, graphics, like just not really showing a lot of myself or talking about my personal life because my sun is opposite of my rising sign it's literally objective it's like who cares about that that's vain no one cares about your coffee these are like things I was telling myself like no one cares about this thing you want to share your personal life as I slowly started to unpeel the conditioning around that and share more of my history my personal life things other than astrology my days off like this Leo thing of like this is the me show and there's parts of me that judge that of like who cares about you right like people want the astrology information but that's not actually true if I'm a Leo rising people want to see how I'm embodying that. And that's part of how I'm actually serving them is through example. So that was something that, you know, my ego was a little bit uncomfortable with that of like, oh, I don't want to like show by example and like, you know, but that's truly what the archetype of Leo is. So I saw it, it was clearly there. I started to play with expressing it more and more, showing more of my face. And so a really practical because my Capricorn Mercury is always going to bring it to something practical. I used to not show a lot of photos of me because I have tattoos and I thought I would scare people away. Like, I don't know, I was new to the online space, right? I had my preconceived notions of like, people are going to judge me because I have like a tattoo on my neck, blah, blah, blah. Then as I slowly started embodying the Leo rising more, I started doing every other post as a photo of me. So it makes a nice, nice grid. And then it's like kind of all over, but in a nice pattern. And that is me being in alignment with my Leo rising, even though sometimes I'm like, is, does anyone care about this? But the thing is that because it's on the chart, that's the validation. I love this stuff. And I just find all of that so fascinating. And I mean, I, I do have quite a bit of knowledge about astrology. So all of that's making sense. And wow, I love that so much. I could just listen to you talk about how you applied all of that to your business forever. That's so great. So I do want to make sure that we jump into the Chiron aspect of things. So why do you want to talk about this? Tell us what Chiron is, all that we need to know. Yeah, so I was inspired to bring Chiron to this conversation because in, in the topic of being unbreakable and in the topic of being resilient. So Chiron is one of my greatest passions to work with. It's an asteroid slash planetoid. And Chiron comes from a mythology of a centaur who experienced deep abandonment and wounds and actually became a very, very gifted healer through a life of hardship and trials. And there's a deep mythology with Chiron, but what it means for us in our charts is this is a place where we have an unhealed karmic wound. And this karmic wound originated from a past life. So when we're in our, whether it's business, whether it's any aspect of life, if we're not doing what our soul knows that we should do or what our soul knows we truly desire and want to do, we can often trace it back to the wound of our Chiron that's actually asking to be healed. So not only is this a, our deepest karmic wound, but it's also our greatest healing gift to offer others. So this 
this is an amazing thing for resilience, for self-understanding, for making sense of certain pains and things we've experienced in this lifetime, because our Chiron wound that originated in a past life actually echoes in this life through experiences and circumstances that mirror this very wound. So it really changed my life to understand my Chiron. And this was several years ago, like many years ago that I started to get into it and realized, wow, there's a reason why my fear of abandonment goes so, 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 so deep. There's a reason why I was having this neediness come up, uh, anxious attachment, insecure attachment in relationships. Like there was these really deep reasons and having it be reflected in my chart in my Chiron placement has completely changed my life. And now I also see how First of all, the understanding and recognition and illumination that creates healing right away. Then we get to bring that awareness into throughout our life where we realize that, hey, this pain is uh, valid, but it's not the truth of the situation. It's actually this deeper wound that's asking to be healed. So it's truly so life changing to understand our Chiron placement. And then when we bring when we do it's not that we need to fully heal it. And like, there is, there's some debate on if it can ever be truly fully healed. And I don't think that needs to be the goal, but once we're on the path of understanding self-love acceptance and doing, you know, being on the path of healing, then we unlock the healing gifts that it brings for us to be so deep with that particular archetype. Wow. Yeah. It's, so what is your um, Chiron sign? So my Chiron is in Cancer okay, and it's in too. Oh, your Chiron in Cancer as well. Yeah, it will spend several years in one sign. And then where it gets more personal for us is the house that it's in in our birth chart. Um, and so the house is defined by our time of birth. So many people that are born in the late mid to late 80s will have Chiron in Cancer like you and I, um, or maybe early 90s as well. And then where it gets more specific to us is the house that it falls in our chart. So interesting. Wow. And I love what you said about um, just the awareness piece. I have this conversation with every single one of my clients. It's like, as soon as we shine a light on something and just have like this awareness of something or this, even a slight understanding of, oh, this is why I do this, or this is why this happens, right? Sometimes we don't even need to go much deeper than that. And it's simply like that realization, that self-awareness of that one thing that when it comes up again, we can make that kind of that disconnection that like untangle ourselves from that situation. Right. And just like be understanding of it. Right. And like you said, Hey, this, what I'm feeling right now is valid, but it's not the truth of what's happening right now. Yeah. And I love that you said that about not, not needing to understand it or not needing to do more because since it originates in a past life, there's only so far we can go in thinking about it. And obviously I, you know, I'm a fan of talk therapy and different therapies, but when we're dealing with things like Chiron, it's like, we don't, we may never know the exact origin of that wound, but we can trust that it's actually opening us up to greater power, greater personal power, greater resilience, as well as being able to help other people heal through that, which is really, really beautiful. So a great way of working with it is take my free guide. I have a master, a paid masterclass as well. That's on Chiron, but you can also just do this with my free guide where you decode based on looking at the archetype of your Chiron sign, and then asking yourself, what would these traits mean? What would being, what would this archetype being wounded mean for me? 
So for example, for us, it's the wounded archetype of cancer. So cancer is the archetype of the mother. So what this looks like, and this also ties into a lot of um, like your work, Meg, is cancer actually rules nourishment because we're nourished by our mother. Many people with Chiron and Cancer, myself included, you can share like no pressure to share anything you don't feel comfortable sharing, Meg, but I was born premature and my mom was not able to breastfeed me. I've had many, many, many clients that have this. Yes, you're putting your hand up. Same for you. I was, okay, I was a month late. So my due date was like May 10th and I wasn't born until June 20th, but my mom did not breastfeed me. Wow. Yeah. So cancer rules the breasts and the womb. So literally it can be that literal. And I've met many, many, many people who share that experience. And we know what um, fundamental bonding is created by breastfeeding. So people with Chiron and cancer, even if they were best fre- be- breastfed, there is this feeling of a lack of feeling safe because ultimately cancer, the womb is the place we're supposed to feel the most safe. But I also, my mom wasn't super safe during the time that she was pregnant with me. So she was experiencing adrenaline fear. So my experience in the womb and my, like, it wasn't actually didn't feel safe to me. Not that I fully remember it, but I was lacking safety based on what I know about my mother's pregnancy. So that fundamental safety, it ends up showing up in romantic relationships where we're like, why am I so needy? So like what you said about disentangling, because we're just like, okay, the feeling is valid, but it's not the truth of the situation. So I used to spend a lot of time feeling shitty for how needy I was, being like, why am I like this? I want to, and pretending like I didn't care because I cared so much. And it wasn't until I started dating my current partner, who's a cancer moon. So he really has been very healing for me. Um, And I told him very early on, I might need more reassurance than anyone you've ever met because I'd been working with my Chiron placement and I had to realize like, Hey, I have to stop pretending the more I resisted it and tried to push it down and repress it. As we know, if we repress something, it just ends up exploding like a volcano. So once I like welcomed it home and was like, okay, wounded part of me that just wants to feel safe and has a deep fear of abandonment and doesn't feel safe and nourished and held, I'm going to hold you and I'm going to speak on your behalf. And so I told him I might need more reassurance than anyone you've ever met. And the crazy thing is I needed much less reassurance after saying that and there was no longer the shame and the cycles of oh why did I do that why am I so like this da 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 because so it actually saves a lot of time like the more that we can like accept and it's not about okay I'm always going to be like this and I'm not going to grow and try and you know try and improve it's not like that but it is like hey I'm working on this and as I do I want you to know I may this is one of my requirements is that I might actually need more reassurance so sometimes he jokes with me about like I still like you by the way like you know, we have, we have these jokes. Um, and it's like, I, I use this example in the masterclass. It's called Chiron Alchemy of the Wounded Healer, that it's like, if we have a wounded part of our inner child, which is, you know, that's where a lot of wounds originate. We want to love that child. We want to welcome it home. We don't want to be like, go away. Why are you like this? We want to welcome it home, but we don't give it the keys to our car. We don't let it run our business. We don't let it make major life decisions. <laughs> so that's kind of how it is with our Chiron wounds. And for those who are listening who don't have Chiron and cancer in my guide, you can read what the signs are about my interpretation. So, so you have Chiron and Gemini, which is also really common because, you know, it's a, a block of a few years. Many people people who are a bit older than you and I love Chiron and Gemini. And you go and read, oh, Gemini rules communication. So what could a wound around communication been playing out in my life? How can that be, have been playing out in my life? Um, so another one would be Leo. That's people, that's the next generation after cancer. 
Leo is like visibility, self-expression, creativity, and being seen. So people with Chiron and Leo can ask themselves, what would a wound around being seen, how is that impacting me? How's that playing out in my life? Am I noticing this? And that's how you can start working with it. And then the house in our chart, that's the next level. So that's also explained in the guide and in the masterclass. Um, the house in our chart is the area of life where it shows up a lot. So for me, it's in the 11th house, which is the house of groups and community. So I would feel my abandonment wounds really, really triggered in friend groups and I would always try to like be accepted and belong and fit in in friend groups and it never worked out it always blew up in my face when I would try to be accepted because I always felt unheard and I like all my abandonment wounds could be very triggered in group situations so understanding that helped me realize oh I'm feeding into it by continuing to try to fit in and belong when really I just need to like accept myself and love myself and be with people who feel say well that's a bit of a general statement because I have to also be responsible for my own self feeling safe, but it just really saved me a lot of time and effort to be like, oh my God, no wonder I have these like blow ups with friend groups because it's my deepest wound is being triggered in these situations. So that was really life changing for me. No doubt. I honestly, ever since we've been taught, ever since we mentioned like the breastfeeding thing, I've been covered in shivers, but everything that you shared, well, it's always been like a thing that has come up for me so many times throughout my life. And I think just intuitively, I always knew it was like this thing that impacted me in a way that I didn't even know it impacted me. You know what I mean? So yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense, but everything you're sharing, it just, I think this is the perfect conversation to have on this podcast because it's everything that I talk about with my clients all the time. Like you said, we might have this part of us that we're so frustrated with, like our wound, right? And it's not doing anything for us when we're constantly trying to fix it or get rid of it. And we think that there's this thing that's wrong with us, but when we like welcome it and we embrace it and we love it like that little child, like that changes everything. And I really appreciate like that distinction you made, you know, it's not like we're just accepting this part of us and then letting it run the show, right? Where we're nurturing it, we're accepting it, we're loving it, but we're not letting it just take over and be like, oh, well, I'm really needy. So everyone has to like, you know, be all over me all the time. Right. It's communicating these things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, uh, it's another really powerful way. I love how you're saying like trying to fix it doesn't help because that's pretty much true. Like we can, of course, talking about it, working with a therapist, like different ways when we understand the issues we're bringing into therapy, for example, that can be really helpful. So we can just name them and like, let's go, let's do some work on this. But there's this thing with the Chiron wound where it's in a way it can be healed really well indirectly. So directly healing it is almost like poking on a scab in a way, whereas indirectly healing it could look like when we help, if we have clients or even our friends or just people in like a, you know, a balanced reciprocal container. So this isn't about being like anyone's like unpaid emotional labor, but we have a healing gift in the area of life where we have the Chiron. So for example, 
my Chiron gift, if I combine the two of like the groups and community combined with the safety and the nourishment and the mother stuff. Um, and you know, my mom breastfed my brother and sister. So they had that fundamental bonding, but I didn't have that bonding with her. And now we're learning that how much of an impact that has, which by the way, I don't blame her or anything. It's, it's on my chart. It's literally, it was literally part of my destiny. <laughs> when I combine those two things, I see that although my work is business and astrology, the deeper medicine is letting people know it's safe for you to be different and to be an innovator. It's safe for you to not fit in. And it's even safe for people to not like us. Cause sometimes I have nervous, I have really intense responses. Sometimes if I'm having, you know, as we grow our audiences, haters are our thing and, and it happens and it really hits me on a very deep level because of my Chiron wound. But actually when I'm speaking to a client, for example, and I'm saying it's safe for people not to like you, not everyone is going to like you think of Oprah, Oprah probably has so many haters, you know, then I realize I'm sitting across from her, I'm sitting across from you. And it's like, you're so valid. And that makes me realize it applies to me too. Like it, it you know what I mean? It's like, I'm talking to myself or I'm telling other people things I need to hear. And then it makes me realize, oh yeah, I can see how lovable this person is in front of me. I can see how like amazing this person is in front of me who still has that fear. And that shows me that it's okay for me to have it. So it's this weird thing where as we help other people, because we're so deeply, uh, we're so experienced with our Chiron wound, even though it might not feel like it because we've like thought about it all our lives. Like we've been up at night thinking about it. We've, we've been in the ins and outs of it really, really deeply. So another example that's, re that's really common um, in my clients is my clients who have Chiron and Gemini. Cause like we said, that's the generation just before us or the Chiron like um, age uh, group just before us. And that is a wound around communication. And I'm a business coach and I have a personal brand and a presence. A lot of people come to me wanting to build their personal brand and do their purpose work and have their face out there and have a social media, media presence. People with Chiron and Gemini, for, I'm just going to give a business example. They'll be like, oh, I want to sell some spots to my new program. And what do you suggest? And I'll say, I think video is the most high converting type of content because people get a feel for you and they can hear how like, you know, they, it's like they're imagining being in a session with you. They can feel your energy, what it would really be like more than a written post. Written posts are great, but it's, it's different than seeing how someone moves and how they speak and how embodied they are. People with Chiron and Gemini will sometimes say to me, what if someone asked me a question I don't know the answer to? That's something I have never thought. So I can help them with what I know from astrology, experience, my coaching tools. I can facilitate in different ways. But people with Chiron and Gemini are able to help other people find their voice, trust their voice, find their truth, share their story in a deeper level than I am able to because I've never gone that deep with the pain of not knowing what to say or, be, or being worried about that. I was always that little shit in school that was like correcting the teacher and challenging the teacher like, well, what about this? Blah, blah, blah. So I can help people with the tools that I have. But when that's your Chiron wound, you're able to go so deep with people because you know what they're thinking. You know that they, you know that they feared that you know that they would think about something like that. So our Chiron wound is actually this weird qualification that we have. We have this expertise and it's not about us being perfectly healed once again. But if you know a few tools that have helped you from your deep dive with feeling like, I don't know how to communicate or what if I say the wrong thing or what if it doesn't come out, your experience with that is, is in a way it's not about more or less, but in a way it's more valuable than my experience with, Hey, here's some throat chakra opening activities, or here's some ways to get the creativity flowing or things I can offer because it doesn't have the, the, I haven't been to the depth of the emotion with that particular 
theme. So I really like to encourage my people with Chiron and Gemini that like, yo, this is your medicine, actually. You going through this, you experiencing this, tracking what works for you, tracking the doubts that come up and just showing up anyway and busting through this, you're going to help so many people find their voice. And for me, I can help people find their safety to stand out and do these these things in public. (laughs) Okay, as soon as you were sharing that, something majorly clicked for me. And yeah, like there's so many people of our generation, like probably with the Chiron wound and cancer, right? That like a lot of my friends, me included, who have struggled with their relationship with food, i.e. nourishment, right? Which has to do with cancer. And then it's like, you said, because we go to those depths, because we know so deeply and intimately, like what that's like and what we need to do in order to like get through that, even if we're not like fully there yet, but we do, we do know like that pain and, um, we have worked through that stuff. And so it's just interesting because my mind's kind of going here, but There's just so many people around our age that are studying like functional nutrition or holistic nutrition. And it's just kind of so fascinating thinking about it in this way, like through the lens of astrology and being like, oh, well, that makes sense. We all are not all of us, but so many of us have or yeah, all of us like with born within this time period have this Chiron in cancer which is like a wound with nourishment and then we know that and we kind of use you know our like struggles as a way to help other people so it's just interesting to kind of see it in that way you know and I've had my own journey with food and disorder eating as well, because I think a big part of it is not understanding the cues of our body. So there's almost like this lack of check-in because of like, it's like, it's like, what is nourishing? Like where it feels almost foreign to us, what nourishment actually means. And cancer is a sign of comfort. So eating my feelings was something that I did all the time, like getting really, really, really full and like not knowing when enough was enough, not knowing when I was at that point of nourishment because I had this disconnect because I also didn't receive a lot of check-ins when I was younger. Like I didn't receive a lot of, how are you feeling? Like that kind of mirroring. So that made me kind of out of touch with the needs of my body where I didn't check in with myself. And then I had my own times of restrictive dieting with just this complex relationship with what food was because it was basically this comfort source because my Chiron just so wanted to be comfortable and feel held. And sometimes being really full makes us feel that held type feeling temporarily. Um, And I'm so happy that I've gone through my journey and now have a really, really intuitive thing with eating where I really know what I want and what my body wants and what it's saying. And I'm actually able to give my body that nourishment. And it's not just the nourishment of the food. It's the nurturance of reparenting ourselves. It's the nurturance of being like, Hey baby, like, what do you need right, right now? Like, what are you in the mood for? What would be, and sometimes being a good like, you know, when we're reparenting, we become our own mom. So sometimes being a good mom is like, no, that's not going to actually be the best thing for you right now. Like, it's like they're really, really healthy, flowing, natural, organic. Um, and yeah, that creating that safety and the safety to uh, really listen to the needs of our body. Now, once again, I'm still not perfect at this. I have days where I 
don't properly feed myself. And like, so I have this thing, it's called beige days. And it's the days where I'm really busy with work. And then I'm just eating, like grab a protein bar, grab a handful of nuts, grab some granola. And everything I eat was beige. Nothing was like fresh and cooked because I am still not like the best at like cooking myself three really nutritious meals a day. Thank so thankful for my partner who helps me with that because he's once again, a cancer moon. So his, one of his superpowers is like that nurturing and nourishment. So we need to, you know, it's a journey. It's a lifelong journey. And now I've been cooking for myself more and um, being in the practice of being in the kitchen and just being in that nurturing energy with my own inner child. So I'm still far from perfect, but the things I've learned along the way of that journey of these nuances of why I was having certain eating patterns or why I was feeling certain ways and ultimately finding that place of like, wow, I'm really, really proud and happy of the way that I now relate to food as this really positive thing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's so beautiful when our Chiron wound gets to be turned into its gift. Amazing. And yeah, all of this makes so much sense. And I'm just like picturing you in the kitchen and just cooking nourishing meals for yourself. And that would be so healing for that Chiron wound. Incredible. So I actually do have a question, one more question regarding the like cancer in Chiron or Chiron cancer. Um, okay. So because the mother is like a theme of cancer. What would you say about those of us with a Chiron wound in cancer about like becoming mothers ourselves? Like, would that be super healing for us? Or, you know, I'm just so curious what you have to say about that. So it would be super healing. And that's actually something I was told in my very first astrology reading that I ever received years ago. And that's not to say that, you know, when it comes to the topic of motherhood, I'm very, very uh, conscientious of how I speak on it because this, the, um, us being nurturers and us being cycle breakers. So we're also, because cancer also rules our lineage and ancestry. So we're actually, if we have Chiron cancer or the fourth house, which is the house of cancer. So someone can have their Chiron in another sign and it can still be in the house of cancer and it would still apply to the breast, the womb, nourishment, mother and home, as well as our lineage. So we're definitely the cycle breakers and us creating a family where we've broken cycles and chosen new cycles and our deep journey with nourishment gets to pass on to our descendants and actually change the future of our family line is definitely something very, very, very beautiful. Now, cancer in Chiron, Chiron, no, backwards, Chiron in Cancer, because cancer rules the womb, um, some people may have complications with pregnancy. And this is once again, um, yeah, I like to be really conscientious when I say this. I'm not here to imprint something that is not actually going to happen. But what I'm trying to say is not everyone can have children. And for many of us, it's destined. And for some of us, it's not. And um, if it's not, and you're not someone who either doesn't want to have children or cannot have children, you're still here to be the nurturer. You're still here to be your care and your ability to care and love and create safety and sanctuary and safe spaces is meant to be expressed, whether that's in a membership that you start or a, a yoga studio that you start or a book a book club or whether it's with your friends or your partners or whether it's with your own children. Um, so I just like to be conscientious of that because there's the sign of the mother is cancer. 
the fourth house is the house of the mother. The fifth house is the house of children. So some people that have really powerful placements there, it's like they could be mothers. They can also be creating other things. They could also be artists that have their creations in that way. So I just like to be conscientious of that because of individuals ability or desire to have children. <laughs> that makes sense. I hope I explained that well. <laughs> I really appreciate you just like bringing that up and being really clear about that. And I mean, you can be a mother, a nurturer in so many different ways. I mean, right now I don't have kids, but I, I have a puppy who is like my baby. And, you know, if someone just wants to be a fur mom for the rest of their life, like that's mm -hmm. a way of showing up and being a mother or like someone that nurtures others, right? Or maybe you have siblings that have children and you want to be like the best aunt ever, you know, those are all ways that you're like nurturing, you know? Another shadow to be aware of though with Chiron is as Chiron and Cancer, we can be mommying in a way that's actually shadow stuff. So when we're like taking responsibility for other people or like over giving or just like being, you know, really, really like, hey, did you do that thing? Or, um, so that's also a shadow to be aware of. But our superpower is definitely nurturing and creating these safe spaces. And I really highly recommend for any business, because I feel like a lot of business owners also are part of your audience, um, thinking about how you can tie your Chiron into to your medicine and your offerings. It might not seem obvious. It's like, I'm not a safety coach. I'm not a um, inner child healing person, but I still understand that my Chiron is functioning and woven into my medicine. So we can be working on business. You better believe we're working so much on that inner safety to be able to like be out here doing our entrepreneurship journey. So that's another invitation I have for your audience is like realize like this is one of your magic skills and this is part of your medicine as well. And I'm 33. I don't know if I will have children. I really, I really don't know. I feel like it will be that. Okay. If it happens, then it's destiny. And if it doesn't happen, then it's destiny. Um, yeah. So that's where I stand on that. <laughs> that's I'm 30 right now. And that like when I was 25, I was like, okay, I'm going to think about this in five years, like whether I want kids or not. And now five years has come and I'm like, you know what, give me another five years and I'm going to kind of like think about things, you know? Yeah. We'll see. Yep, totally. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. So sweetheart, can you share with everyone, like how we can work with you or your offerings, all that sort of thing. I have absolutely loved our conversation today. And, you know, I was sharing with you before we hit record, I've been moving into a new house so big changes in my life and moving is so exhausting like for so many reasons like buying a house is so exhausting and stressful anyways I've just been in this um kind of a different space lately you know not just like going all of these directions anyways what I want to say is this conversation just totally hit me where I needed it. So I'm very curious about all your offerings and I know our audience will be as well. Yes. Yeah, so before I get into that, I actually wanted to share one more thing about Chiron and Cancer. 
Nature rules the home. So actually buying a home is a really, really, really beautiful way to bring that healing because you're creating your nest. So that's also something that's been on my radar as I'm looking to buy my first property. So congratulations on your home and really healing for that Chiron because you get to create your own nest and your own sanctuary. And that's that's the gift there too. Yeah, honestly. And I feel that too. Today, um, while I didn't have calls this morning and stuff, I was like decorating and putting things like where I wanted them. And I was like, wow, I have so much other things that I should be doing right now, but this just feels so good to me right now. So I'm just going to keep doing it. You should be doing that because that's the on the Chiron level, right? Like, mm, yeah. So I could talk about that forever. So yes, thank you so much for having me, Meg. This is such a pleasure. Uh, I invite your audience to come check me out on Instagram, where I have so much content that I pour my heart and soul into. And I also have the free astrology guide that is linked in, um, we'll send you the link for the show notes. And that's a guide that's meant to be used like in, um, like in tandem with your chart. So you can keep looking at it anytime you're looking at your chart, kind of help you decode what you're looking at. And I also have a special discount code for your audience. So if they use the code unbreakable, they can get 20% off anything in my online shop, which is astrology masterclasses. And then I have two business bundles. So the astrology masterclasses, there's one just on Chiron. It's a three hour masterclass going really, really deep in Chiron. So that's, you know, it's very impactful. There's over 150 people have done that course. There's one on the North and South nodes, which is another obsession of mine, which is the North node of destiny and the past uh, South node of past life karma. Then there's one in Lilith, which is another obsession of mine, which is the asteroid of dark feminine energy. So it represents disowned and repressed parts of ourselves. that when we reclaim that we activate so much of our power. And then my bundles are business bundles. So those will be for the entrepreneurs in the audience and their business energetics and using your sun, moon and rising for business and branding. So those are some goodies that are in my online shop. And with the code unbreakable, your audience can have 20% off any of them. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to connect with you. 